Welcome to Just One Drink, the podcast that takes a deeper dive on housewives and real lives. From cocktails with old friends to coffee with new ones, this show promises to give you more than just the Bravo buzz. So pour yourself something to sip on and settle in for Just One Drink. According to NBC Universal, the Roni season 14 premiere saw a 29% uptick in viewership across all platforms compared to season 13. I'd like to start there considering today's conversation and considering the fact that we are setting sail on the maiden voyage of our very first episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Just One Drink podcast, a passion project that is developing into something really fun and interesting. Today, I'm joined by our chief Bravo correspondent, Ilona. She's also a mom, a wife, a corporate professional, and my very dear friend. Hi, I'm happy to be here and thank you for the welcome and for the fancy title. (laughs) It's the perfect title for a Bravo historian like yourself. So anyway, we were just talking about this. I have been wanting to start a podcast for a long time. Then one night after dinner... Um, Ilona and I started talking about Bravo, finding out only recently that we're both obsessed with the housewives. The idea of the podcast was born and it sort of fell together quickly after that, right? Very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Ilona and I have been friends since we were 12 or 13 years old. We went to the same middle school, high school, and fell madly in love, (laughs) as I like to say. And now here we are. Don't forget about the two years of undergrad and our the best years are ahead of us. So cheers to that. Cheers, babe. That's right. The best years are ahead. So we wanted to make a podcast that would explore housewives on a deeper level, understanding the power they have and the potential they have if they use the platform correctly. Ultimately, we want to see strong, successful women on our screens And exploring that is what we find more interesting than the ridiculous fighting. Like, haven't we evolved? That's right. We'll, you know, we'll be talking a little bit about the fighting, uh, but we'll also be bringing on people who can give us better insights into the deeper layers and professionals we can all learn more from. But I'll talk about that next time. Now, because the premise of the show is to be light, fun, and short, I'll jump right into it. Today, we're going to break down what's been missing in the Bravoverse, how our leading ladies can use their platform to build an empire, and how all this relates back to, quote, real life. Let's do it. How about we dive right into Roni? Perfect. First and foremost, great casting, Andy. I think like most people, I feel the cast is a breath of fresh air. They're real, they're relatable, and they seem to be a bit above the petty fights so far. I guess time will tell. These ladies came prepared with their products, brands, and teams. They are focused and they have a purpose. Pay attention, other franchises. Rebrand yourself or be rebooted. Wow, powerful message from Ilona. She is not holding back today. You know, and I agree with that. We're finally getting a cast of accomplished women in their 30s, 40s, and 50s who have more to offer than the recycling of a baseless argument. How many times can we watch a housewife spread rumors and deny it? Exactly. I think the season is going well for several reasons. 
Number one, they have a diverse cast. They also launched the season with relatively no competition. The only other shows running simultaneously were Crappy Lake, which was a short run spinoff with Luann and Sonia. Fabulous, by the way. Loved it from start to finish. Me too. Current day Lucy and Ethel. A hundred percent. And and then we have the uh, the the more tired and um, seasoned franchises, Atlanta and OC. Don't get me wrong, I'm a ride or die for Atlanta. I've been with those ladies from the very beginning and I'll be there until the end. But it's tired. I'm sorry. All the nonsense fights are getting in the way of this stellar group of women who have built empires, literal empires. Why can't we see more of that? And OC is the same. They really are. The fighting going around in circles. We're seeing more of their fighting than we are of their lifestyles. And that's really not what the premise of the show is supposed to be. So listen, let's jump right into a quick review of the Roni cast. We have Aaron, who's the level-headed one. Jenna and Uba seem to be in their own world. Sai is a hustler with a great family. Jessel is in that stage of building a family where everything seems to be a bit overwhelming, but she's handling it Um, while being on our reality show, no less. Um, And then we have Bryn. What do you think about Bryn? I want your idea on this. Bryn, I just want to give Bryn a hug. (laughs) Okay. She went in. She gave us her pass. That's pretty traumatic. And it explains certain things. And I'm okay with Bryn. I'm a fan of Bryn. Okay. All right. That's a a unique perspective. I, I like that. I think my only fear... For Brynn is that, you know, she's fun to watch. Yes, she's well-spoken. Yeah, beautiful. No question. But she also has this default mode where she leans into this sort of, quote, sex kitten shtick, which is sometimes fun and sometimes it's a little cringe, kind of like we saw at the anniversary party. What did you think about that? Honestly, I did not mind it one bit. Obviously, she was feeling uncomfortable and Mm. she wanted some attention. Okay, all right. I mean, you know, you're right. It it was harmless enough. um, And she went on an apology parade all over social media. Um, She says that she's actually close friends with Aaron and Abe, and they're always goofing around, which makes sense. But I would have liked to have seen her pull that joke off if they were, let's say, on a double date. I mean, wouldn't that have been more funny if it was like in the moment, right in front of your friend, husband's there? I mean, right? Yes, yes. Okay, I would have been better. A little bit better than the anniversary (laughs) party. She also did mention that, um, you know, when you have 20 cameras pointing at you, you kind of feel the uh, the pressure. So I I get it. I think we I think we should give her a pass and move on. Um, But on the latest episode, we see Aaron's reaction. What did you think about her storming out of the wreath making? Aaron has been so successful because of her assertiveness mm-hmm. not her aggression mm. and she came in with her feathers ruffled and she lost her ground and she isolated by leaving and just being frazzled right. i don't think that is her uh the right way of approaching this issue it didn't seem like her either like it didn't seem like right. the way she handles things she's normally so um assertive and she's good at communicating i think the girls all um didn't stand up for her and i think it it did like you said it frazzled her and don't forget jenna and all the other ladies vouch for Bryn. They did mm. not see anything wrong with Bryn's behavior. Yeah, it kind of like took the uh, the air out of her tires a little bit and she kind of stormed off. 
Um, switching gears, I'm going to put you in the hot seat. If you had to predict one cast member not returning for season two, who do you think it would be and why? Jenna. And I really? think it's by choice. She will not be uh, let go by Bravo. <laughs> right. She is accomplished. Um, she has or her brand, so she's getting visibility there. Uh, but I think she really values her privacy mm. and her um personal connection with her son and possible partner and we know her partner and her broke up over the show because of the show mm-hmm. yeah no you're right I think that's a good point um I've actually seen comments about Jenna being quote too good for the show like in a nice way like you know she's an accomplished woman she's reached a certain level of success that most people only dream about she built her empire what is she really doing on the housewives don't forget the, I feel like at times, sometimes she feels uncomfortable and we feel it <laughs> like she's going to break out in a hive. <laughs> I've seen, I have noticed that, you know, you're, you're dead on. She does look a little uncomfortable from time to time. Okay. So who has the most star power or potential? Erin. I she, knew you were going to say that. <laughs> well, and Sai is just a runner-up, a mm-hmm. close runner-up. Um, if Erin could just bottle up that confidence that she has and sell it, she would be a trillionaire. She would be a trillionaire. <laughs> you are not wrong about that. For me, I'm betting on a wild card. Bryn, if she can just not become a villain, she'll do well. She'll get endorsements, possibly her own spinoff. Can you imagine if she got engaged or married? That's a minimum of three to four seasons. But right now, from what I'm seeing, she's sort of falling in line with how Kenya started as a housewife, if you remember. Kenya came on the show as a single woman. She wasn't married. She flirted with Phaedra's husband and immediately became the villain. That's right. Damn, you're going back now. (laughs) Yes, we are. And as we've seen, villains don't get spinoffs. If you want to leverage the platform and build an empire like Candy... You need to be likable, and it doesn't hurt if you're planning a wedding. That's right. We saw a lot of them getting married. Tamara, Nini, Candy, Bethany, Teresa. Oh, my God, all of them. They <laughs> literally all got married on the show. The spinoffs continue, but I see a lot of similarities between Kenya and Bryn, and right now, Bryn is splitting the audience. Half of them love her for her brash behavior, and the other half of them just don't like it. Okay, what do you want to see more of in the coming episodes or next season? You know, I'm looking for more depth of characters like you. You know, we really want to see more of their careers, right? We want to see the family life, all of it. Jessel is another one of those cast members that we love with lots of potential. She's opened up her home, her struggle with starting a family, which I can personally relate to. And what's commendable is that she's letting us into those intimate conversations with her husband. I think that's what's made her relatable to the audience. She's our underdog and underrated. She Mm. is delving into her kids' motherhood, how to be a wife, uh, how to get back into her career, how to be a a daughter. And that's right. The conversation with her and her mom that was powerful. Yeah, I think that was the calm before the storm. Yeah, I know something is a brewing next week for sure. Um, And I could probably continue this for another hour or two or three, as we've both experienced. But sadly, I have reached the end of my glass and we hit the end of the show. 
So let's close this out with a toast. Who do you want to have a drink with? Where? And what are you toasting? Well, I'll have dinner with Erin at (laughs) Jenna's house. Okay. (laughs) We will go through her closet and just have good old time. And I would cheers to them being authentic, successful, and confident. Comfortable in their own skin. Oh, 100%. Commendable. Okay, well, I was going to say I want to have dinner with Aaron too, although you snuck in Jenna, which was very smart. Um, I would love to have dinner with Aaron somewhere in New York. I'd love to do it at Monkey Bar. Very likely ordering their $25 espresso martini. I'll congratulate her on becoming a fan favorite on a reboot, no less. And I'll probably ask her about her stylist, her clothes, Manhattan real estate. Very casual, very New York, la la la, that thing. So Erin, if you're listening, call us. We are available anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime, literally. Well, guys, that's a wrap on our very first episode. I want to thank my very patient and talented husband who produces the show for us. He's the tech behind all of it. Thank you to everyone who listened. Hi, mom. And to those who are following us on Instagram, thank you so, so much for all the internet love. We'll be back next week with more convos and another cocktail. If you've been drinking with us, just stay put. No driving. Have a good one and let's catch up again soon. Thank you for listening to the Just One Drink podcast. If you've had a drink, no driving. And if you're driving absolutely no drinking unless it's coffee or water or anything non-alcoholic really you get the point like i was saying thank you for tuning in and let's do this again real soon for more episodes listen anywhere you get your podcasts follow along in real time on instagram or watch the recorded episodes on youtube by searching just one drink podcast